A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the little peace turtle of this podcast. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the peace turtles when they go on tour this fall. <laughs> yeah, bro. I love the peace turtles. I just have a little turtle like meditating turtle on my desk. Uh like a statue? It's like a little little peace turtle. Oh, oh, what a chill turtle. He says showing us a very like cool statue of a just like a he looks like a familiar cartoon turtle. Looks like a ninja turtle, but it's like he's wearing a little robe and little like some kind of beads around his neck or something. He looks like Franklin. That's who I'm thinking. Yeah, of. he he does kind of look like Franklin. Yeah. Hell yeah. Have you guys seen that um video that's going around of the person brushing that turtle's tummy and they put the like laughter over it so it looks like it's getting tickled? No, no. I'm finding this. I'm sending it to the I'm sending it to the group text because it has brought me. I've seen several people share it and I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever seen 
in my life. That has not um, entered my feed yet. Because oh I've been buying every random flavored soda that I've found. And I think I would just want to go into soda making because apparently you can just make garbage. Mm. Coke, Dream World, worst thing I've ever put in my mouth. And I tried Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew, you know? I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Dang, Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew wasn't good? That sounds like Are it could be. Are you kidding? No. It sounds it like it could no. be. It, you know what? It tastes like gasoline is what it tastes like. Mm, I guess. I mean, I haven't encountered the dream. I've seen the advertisements for Coca-Cola Dream World, but haven't it hasn't hit my lips yet. No bueno. I would pass it. OK, okay. it's like fruit. I want to say it's like bubblegum slash fruit punch flavored Coca-Cola. It's like very bad. Yikes. Yeah, you should make you should make sodas. Natural sodas? No, I mean, I don't want to make sodas. I just want to make millions of dollars making garbage products like they do. Mm, that's I brilliant. You. I think in any field, as long if it's bad, oh, it will it will you sell. Have to, you have to scroll through. Right. The turtle. Yes, but I mean, this turtle. All right, I'm going to put this. Um, link will go in the show notes to this. Wait, I'm seeing a dog. Scroll through. Oh, sorry. Yes, you mentioned scrolling through. All right. Get me to the turd. Oh, I like this bird. Oh, very. There's a lot of good ones. There's also a little baby saying they're saying strawberry. The turtle's cute. Yeah, the turtle's actually smiling. Oh, I I wish someone could scrub my belly like that. Well, I'll come over. (laughs) I'll make I I will make that know you were so lonely. I absolutely need a scrub. Same. I just did book a facial, but I need a I need the K-Town full body scrub. I need a layer of flesh removed from my body immediately. Yeah. Agreed. I, need, I want to get to the underder, underdermis and also in soda product news at my local Del Tacos, no longer carrying Mr. Pib. And I don't know what I don't know what to do. I don't oh. know what to do. I don't know how to I don't think I'm going to go on. The show ends I here. Feel like, I retire. Are you talking about the one by Akbar? Yeah. There's no more Mr. I feel Pib. like I just got Dr. Pepper there. Well, they have Dr. Pepper. Oh, well, yeah, you're complaining. You're talking to someone from Texas. Your complaint is like, uh, you know, bouncing off of my head. No Pib. They used to be the only Pib fast food. You prefer Pib to Dr. That, Pepper? That's what I'm saying. For like, sure. Bouncing 100%. Off I mean, my head. well, Dr. Pepper. I love Dr. Pepper. I love Diet Dr. Pepper. But Mr. Pib is its own thing. I like it. It's good. I know they're in the same genus family. Del Taco was my only provider. Mm, they don't do I'm that. Sorry no you lost that, but I don't quite understand. But <laughs> I, I am sorry because you sound like it meant something to you. But it 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 did. I'm I am sad. Any pib any pib freaks. You know, and I, I don't think there's many of us, but the few that are out there, we're, we're hurting tonight. So pour a pour Dr. Pepper out for Mr. Pib, a fallen homie. Del Taco has the best sodas. They have cherry Coke. Mm-hmm. They have like, yeah, it's like what? I don't know. Whoever did doing have it. the best sodas. Oh, sorry. Light, light lemonade. <laughs> yeah, I Del Taco's really slept on these days, I feel like. I'm I I truly they that was the draw and now now Taco Bell's caught my eye and yeah, yeah they got doctor and yeah they Baja got Dr. World. Pepper 
And yeah, they got Dr. Pepper. And I know that's what I know and love them for over there. It goes well with the cheesy fast potatoes, but to not have my carne asada fries with Beyond Meat with a Mr. Pib in this economy, we're all, we're all, we're all just, hey, we all, we're all making sacrifices. (laughs) (laughs) Production chain just ruining its ugly head. Also, I was supposed to get a couch two weeks ago. I don't know whenever, if it's ever, ever coming. Furniture's tough right now. Iowa furniture's tough, but I also did order from a website that I'm not sure if it's like real, real. Yeah. I'm, mm. I am scared. I ordered a, a scam, empty fake couch. So if anyone did knows they- if Homery is real, I would love your, again, support. I'm having a rough time over here. I lost if anyone Pib, knows someone in article that wants to hook us up with free furniture. Also, <laughs> yes. let us if anyone would like to get me legit furniture brand furniture, I will take it as well because I still need a lot of furniture. But yeah, if anyone knows about Homery, I watched YouTube videos that showed people getting their furniture and they were like, it is real, which is always like a scary sign when there's maybe paid people saying, no, this is real. But I'll find out. But also, if you have, I mean, I put on a credit card. So I was like, look, worst case, I'm sending I'm sending the bank on their ass to to handle my business. And it wasn't like too expensive. Like I think it was like eight hundred dollar couch. So it's not like, yeah, not cheap, but it's like not like a six thousand dollar couch. So as far as couches go, not as not as expensive because couches are so expensive. But I feel like if it's. I mean, if we're going to lengths to pay people to make sure a thing is we're getting into like crisis actor territory of like if there <laughs> might if, be. But I mean, maybe I don't know. This is a place where I feel like I am. I tend to go like that feels like it's a real thing then. I think it's real. I just again, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of Homery or <laughs> or knows someone that's gotten something from Homery, but. If you want to let me know that it's real, I'll, it will make me feel better. It says it's at sea. It says it's been at sea for some time and it could still, it I mean, very it well is, could still I mean, be that, at that sea. That sounds like, yeah. but also this stuff's cute. I hope it's real because this looks cute. Oh, you're on the, I know Homery. I mean, my yeah. mom sent it to me, so I think it's real. Too. She works in furniture, but my mom doesn't check shit. So the online territory is a totally different ballgame, but we'll, I'll let you guys know if my couch is a scam or a scam or real. Cause if it's real, then Homery is a really great deal for discount furniture, but I can't, this is not an ad because I cannot speak to if I'm actually going to get a couch yet or not. Well, only time crossed only time will tell, will it come before Mars goes retrograde? God, oh, it probably it should. Yeah. That and it absolutely should. I mean, Brendan just got a new couch and he ordered from somewhere real and it took really long. Mm-hmm. Mm. So like fair enough, right? Yeah. And I knew, you know, if you're if you're at home being like, duh, bitch, of course, these things take long. I know. But it's like should have been like two weeks ago and on the already like 12 week delivery window. And look, I know it's probably stuck at sea, but I also just don't know if it's real. And I, I'm, I hope yeah. I really hope it is. Otherwise, I hope it is too. <laughs> I don't think I have ordered a something that never actually no. I did try to buy like a Valentino knockoff dress for eighty dollars. It never came. 
but it was one of those where I'm like, I know I'm entering my credit card into like a future hackers website. Like it was just like, I didn't, and I kept, and I just kept entering. I didn't stop or turn away. (laughs) (laughs) I was like straight to straight to the hackers. Like, what, what if I give them my credit card information and they give me the dress? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like sometimes those things come true. Sometimes it could be a cool Valentino knockoff. This is the dress I was going to try, try to wear for my beach wedding. And it, yeah, it never, it never came and I never followed up about it. And now my credit card lives, lives in space somewhere. Whoops. You know, sorry. One day, all of our credit cards will live in space if they don't already. And yeah, uh, that's that's they're already out there getting hacked. Is my is my thought. It's just keeping your eyes on how hacked they're getting. Yeah, I mean, when you can avoid it, but also, I mean, eighty bucks. Sometimes those things feel like, and this is maybe like a uh, not certainly not a like responsible position to take necessarily. But sometimes I feel like those are just like sacrificial. Uh, this is like the cost of that lesson or a reminder or like you just, I don't know, you're putting it out. You're going to get maybe not that exact amount back, but if it's with good intention, I don't know, let it move it around a bit. It's an energetic exchange. Let's see what happens. Look, I don't play the slots, but I do take gambles on internet businesses. And that's, there we go. That's what I do. Will I get a knockoff Valentino dress or did I throw $80 into the, into the ethernet i i threw 80 dollars so into the ethernet the chat the but what if it comes wheel. what if it watch it comes like in two weeks uh it comes with the January. couch somehow oh my god inside <gasps> the couch oh my god that would be some like chris angel level like wow <laughs> we're real bitch wear your valentino wedding dress on this couch you dumb slut and Dude, that would yeah. be incredible mr pib comes through the door yeah. <laughs> it's like we're all like here for it, man. He's yes. like, we're going back to Del Taco, bitch. And then I, <laughs> and then I pass away because it's all a fever. It was all a fever. The, the last thing I see flashing before my eyes is my real couch, my real Valentino dress, and Mister Pib takes my hand softly. Insane. This, this makes but sense I'm here for, for Gemini it. Mars season. I know. Nothing. Look, all all is chaos. <laughs> that is fine chaotic it's changing it's people are already acting stupid it's like all right well i mean I guess people were maybe i'm just noticing it more <laughs> yeah i'm like i don't think we can blame that on any transit honestly uh true, true but, but i will <laughs> i've noticed it already with driving which is always the first place that i that i notice things um i mean the amount of people just stopping in Dude, wherever this, they're doing like to change lanes i know i've been in the car with you lisa that one time when we saw someone like on the freeway straight up stop almost a complete stop Weird. to change lanes on the freeway it's just anyone hmm. i think to me i'm like one of my biggest things is like people who stop in doorways and i think it's like a specific type type of person that's really not aware of anything around them and they're just kind of like living in themselves. And it's it's just like, hey, man, like this is the only way in and out. So like you, this is the only place you can't stop, like move to the side. And it's the same person that like stops in the middle of the street when they could easily pull over or like exactly the what spatial you're awareness. Like, it's, you're just like 
who knows? Like, you're not paying attention to the cars that are behind you or like any other thing. You're just like, oh, my lane. Yeah. I, to me, I'm like, do you not like take the hit, miss the exit, get on the next one and like turn around? What do you think that the freeway like is not a it's like a one time one use thing? Like, I, I, it just boggles my mind that no one is willing. I mean, I guess it shouldn't boggle my mind as I'm about to say it to be like that. No one's willing to inconvenience themselves. But I like what? <laughs> but it does. It's not that I yeah. I caused an accident recently because I was on foot and someone like made a sharp turn and almost, you know, killed me. And I kind of like threw my hands up and I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't like flip them off or anything. And they were so mad that I reacted that way that they like pushed on the gas real hard and someone oh. was backing out and they like crashed super fucking hard. And I was just like, well, like, yeah, sorry. That's what you get for being like a fuck. Like it, it's not like it helped you. You didn't like it. You're going to inconvenience yourself much more later. You didn't because get you're- me. Yeah, you didn't get all you got, got, you know, all, that's all that happened. You got, this got. actually, I think, is something that's good for going into speaking about Mars uh, in Gemini and Mercury retrograde. I know we're going to have a separate episode, but thinking about double as we're in the shadow as now, we're, we're going to be there. Mercury and Mars are both accidents, cars, moving parts, all of these things that we're likely to be having a lot of things going on at one time. So to be paying attention, to be mindful of that, to take those things. That's I love that that person. I hope no one was hurt. No, they weren't. But it was like fucked up because, you know, the neighbor's car got fucked up pretty bad. Oh, you know, like tore the half of their, you know, bumper off and everything. I don't know. Whatever. I don't pedestrian. If you are like close to hitting someone or whatever the only thing you should feel is grateful that you didn't kill somebody kill someone yeah so Mm -hmm. i've been feeling that about driving a lot recently of just like slowing down of remembering there have been some gnarly car accidents recently and just thinking about like it's someone it's someone else in the car you don't have to get there that fast be late be whatever i know that i know that you know it's annoying but sheesh but just thinking about how we're going to be having a lot going on and distracted probably distractible trying to do two things at once feels like a very mars and gemini and i'm certainly guilty of a you know driving with your knee scenario while you're opening up a food container to do a thing because you're trying to you know eat and drive or eat and not cut into your personal time with work time or any of those things but just be careful just living there, on living on the edge not that's yeah i think it's so easy with gemini to have the the shiny object syndrome if you will and i i've even just been finding myself lately around my house being like no why would i leave my computer next to my carafe of water like i just think like stop stop for a second <laughs> like even what if the cat jumps up in this in the middle like I just try to like mitigate the realms of possibilities where it's like, that's just not where they, these two guys shouldn't be by each other. That makes sense. I'm always shocked when people bring their laptop in and set it down on the bar to work. I'm like, Oh, "Oh, you know, this is the messiest place. Right. And I'm always very conscious of like where I set it down because I'm like, if it's too close and they knock it over, they're going to like blame me for that. 
Mm-hmm. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. I'm always like, what? I think especially coming from Mars and Taurus, where, you know, Mars and already kind of fast moving planet. I think we're feeling the like, whoa, this is the shit, the kind of the energy shift pretty quickly. And so I think it ev- even is that like foot on the gas more than you thought because you're getting revved up again. Whereas I think Mars and Taurus kind of kept us maybe a little more like, I don't know, stubborn in our head, in our own, not in our own way, but kind of like digging in your heels energy. Whereas that Mars and Gemini to me is like full foot on the gas, head out the window, like (laughs) going. (laughs) Banshee screaming. Yes. But also forgetting that you're in a vehicle because you're wanting to like move faster. It's just making me think too of, of just, yeah, being clumsy, bumping into things. Uh, like fast turns, bumping into people because you're like, oh, changing directions real quick. Thinking of how that uh, feels both energetically and literally being mindful of, like we've been saying, like what's around you and not, you know, knocking people and things <laughs> over. Totally. And yeah, Mars, it's, I mean, God, it's, I can't believe this Gemini so long, so long. Well, yeah. It's like the longest forever. thing. Forever. Actually, yeah, there's no new Mars signs anymore. Yeah. Every every baby born from this day forward is Mars and Gemini. Sorry. It's just so I mean, it's seven months, seven months. We are currently in Mars entered Gemini on the 20th of August of this year, and it will be in Gemini until the 25th of March 2023. Um, and that is happening. It's not because uh, of some time loop. It's because Mars will <laughs> retrograde. Uh, it will station retrograde on the 30th of October. And it will station direct on the 12th of January, 2023. Um, we had this again in 2020. Mars retrogrades about every two years. Uh, the last time we had a Mars retrograde was 2020 in the sign of Aries. when we had that long um, I want to say it was like May to January of Aries. So this is certainly not unprecedented. Um, but that I was a long, does, that was a long one. Yeah. I remember that one. <laughs> it it was, was a long time. Long. And I think having Mars retrograde always feels long as well, since Mars rules that kind of motivation. It rules that action forward motion, taking decisive motion. And so I think anytime we have a Mars retrograde, no matter the sign, it can feel like a bit of a slog because it's that time where we're like, how are we still in this uh, project or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that we're working on? I think that Mars being in Gemini will mitigate maybe some of that, or it might multiply it into like feeling burnt out and tired on both plates that you're spinning. Uh, But just thinking about Mars and Gemini kind of being pulled in several directions where I think we're going to be, we talked about this a lit, little bit in, in our Virgo look ahead. Um, but thinking about, you know, uh, a roller coaster that's ra- running the ride on two tracks at both times or whatever. So it's like, it's all the, the roller coaster is going, but there's a lot happening. And I think that that again, could mean, could mean that we're changing directions. And so it's, while it's maybe taking longer, it's not necessarily as like the same, not as monotonous as another Mars retrograde kind of might feel, but it also could be the exact opposite of what I'm saying, because it's, it's Gemini and unpredictable by nature. 
I think the doing two things at once thing is going to come up for for us in in a bunch of different ways. Uh, obviously, also I think I had texted you guys, but I think it's pretty crazy that by the time it leaves Gemini, Saturn will be in Pisces. Mm-hmm. That's like damn. Oh yeah, I don't want that is so long. That's so long away. Yeah, I mean. Now I'm just thinking, I mean, this episode, you know, we're filming, filming. I don't know what we're doing. We're recording. I guess we're technically recording video. We're recording. It's August 23rd today. I mean, just hearing that Trump is going to represent himself in the court of laws. Really funny to think about during this Mars mm-hmm. and Gemini time. Because what's he? Well, he's is a Gemini. He's sad rising. Right, right. This will be on his son. That's just hilarious. I, I can't wait to see. I'm really excited about I'm really excited about that. I'll be I wonder if he yeah. has a seventh house son that's like I don't know. I feel legal. like the seventh house legal stuff. Like mm-hmm. Mars, oh, yeah. totally with the oh my god. And and two, just because what this is coming out, it's the, the week of the 29th. It's the retrograde degree. It's gonna it goes back super, super far because it on October 30th will be at 25 degrees of Gemini when the retrograde begins, then it's going to retrograde back to eight degrees of Gemini. So basically from September 3rd, when we hit that eight degree Gemini, I like, I do like to think of retrogrades of like, okay, we might be doing some stuff that maybe we were doing around that September, October time to pre that retrograde. So I I mean, not that exciting. It's like, there's not really stuff you can do. Cause I think a lot of that's just going to have to be stuff that we already like live and experience that time. But I wouldn't be surprised if themes from earlier in that Mars jaunt before retrograde come back since we are really getting a full spectrum of that whole Mars degree from from eight to twenty five. So I'd say like so mark your calendars and see what you're doing. But that I think that that sometimes can definitely be a player, not just in Mars retrogrades, but in just retrogrades in general. And we're going back to the degrees we've already just experienced and then having to kind of do them again. And now what you're saying too, Lisa, of it, of it being, you know, Saturn and Pisces, by the time we Mars even leaves Gemini, a reminder too, that we're going to get, you know, anything where we have air, right. Because we'll have Mars and Gemini for a long time. We're going to get those, you know, those trying action to the air sign. So with Saturn too, we're going to be seeing air quotes, positive, maybe some more positive aspects to Saturn, which I feel like we've heard a lot of you know, harsh aspects to Saturn's in these last like year or so of astro weather news. Um, but then getting, as we referenced in the Virgo season episode, a little more action with the mutable signs, which have kind of, I was about to say been out of vogue for a while. It's like, we just haven't really had a lot of mutable action. So I guess thinking where, you know, a lot more action squaring off of Neptune, which should be what some, maybe a little more wake up calls too. Cause Gemini is really fun and social. You know, I'm, if you Google, Mars and Gemini, it's impossible to not see 700 articles that are like, watch out. Gossip is ahead. You are gonna talk shit (laughs) and be fucked, which is very true. I mean, yeah, that's not untrue. You know, Gemini is known for its gossipiness and Mars is that conflict, you know, passionate planet. Um, but also I think this could be an interesting time to be aware of that. And since we'll have the retrograde too, of where do we want to what, what battles are worth fighting? Like what's worth the mental energy of Gemini? Like, is it even worth giving that much of your, of your cerebral power, mental power, verbal power too? 
Yeah, I like it adding some levity because we do have that square. We have several squares to Neptune, both when Mars is retrograde and when it stations direct um, as well. So that is a repeating transit that we're going to see. The first one is on October 11th at 23 degrees. Um, then it squares Neptune again on the 19th of November at 22 degrees of Gemini and Pisces, respectively. Um, and then we will get a final square on uh, Neptune station direct. This is the other thing that's been happening is all of those outer planets are retrograde right now, too. We're in the Mercury retrograde shadow. We're going to have that. And then we're going to have Mars retrograde throughout that time. We'll have other stations direct, too. But it does feel like a very like, OK, we're trying. We're trying one way. We're trying another way. And then we're moving forward. We're seeing which one works. And then we're deciding, OK, like this one. Now we're putting a pin in that and we're moving on to the next thing. The final square to Neptune happens after Mars is stationed uh, direct, and that will be on March 14th of 2023 at 25 degrees Gemini and Neptune when both Mars and Neptune will be moving forward. Um, and that kind of feels like a closing, like, okay, how are we, uh, how are we doing? What's our, it feels a little bubble bursty thinking of like, I don't know, Mars, that poking and also Neptune being dream and kind of fantasy and delusion sort of thing. Um, but it also feels like, hey, are you serious about this or are you not? And so I think kind of Mars and Gemini coming in and saying like, OK, well, this is what you want to do. Well, how about we try? Have you tried doing this? Have you tried doing this? And I think someone sometimes like just asking a question about something is is enough for you to go, oh, I never thought about that. Maybe this is not a like I see a lot of dissolving things. And I think that mm -hmm. Mars, while it can feel chaotic, it does feel like a lot of questions or that. So it's like, we're going, okay, well, what did you mean by that? What do you mean by this? And there is something while Mars in Gemini or Gemini energy, isn't necessarily that serious. I think in asking the questions, it can be us deciding what we want to take seriously and what we don't. Yeah, no, asking the hard questions feels like a really nice like translation of that because Gemini I think sometimes Gemini can ask a question they don't even realize is a hard question mm -hmm. for someone to answer or something that does unravel tension or frustration or or even like yeah having that verbal commitment of like hey I really wanted are you doing this with me or not like what's what's the plan my guy mm -hmm. on um the 28th of November after that uh Mars square Neptune uh, Mars will trine Saturn and like it's kind of a combo because Stevie was just saying that air trine I wonder if after that March date since Mars will move into Cancer and then uh, Saturn will move into Pisces I wonder if we'll have another trine I didn't look because it's Gemini Cancer that's not what this episode is about I mean <laughs> Mars and mm -hmm. Cancer but um I don't know. I wonder if that same cycle will repeat again. So it'll be like, oh, here's the lesson. Here's the learned. And then like, here's the lesson. Here's the learned. I yes, absolutely. Because I think we see that and I we have that trine again at that same degree at 19 since Saturn. It, when does it Saturn will be a trine time? like the day the next. Yeah, it's like so that March yeah, 25th, like, zero degrees cancer and it'll be two degrees Pisces Saturn. So it will be like, yeah, so that'll be a good like for that November 19th and 28th, I guess, think of the things that are happening there. And like, it'll probably be moving a house for you too mm -hmm. by March. 
So like, how can we apply those same, say like, you know, we're having trouble with our finances in November and we're like, you know, doing the learning curve. And then when we get to March, if that would be say your third house, it would be like, oh, you're having a trouble with like a sibling. And it's how can I apply what I learned from like Bank of America or whatever to this other mm-hmm. problem? Um, we have a we have that trying to Saturn while Mars is direct to at the beginning of this of this transit on the 27th of September. Um, and that's right before that first, it's again like not exactly the same, but it's also right before that first square to Neptune, like all of these. So these are also, it's, it's fun looking at them like this and seeing, you know, I know this is like just literally astrology, but going like, oh, we are going (laughs) to, I, it does feel like very clear, these repeating patterns. I like that, that trying to Saturn on the 28th, because then the next day we get an opposition, we get Mercury and Sag opposite Mars Um, And then we also get Mercury sextile, that same degree of Saturn. So it does feel like these kind of like not devil's advocate sort of thing, but seeing it, we could, we can go both ways. We can go either, either direction. I think that that's like something to maybe keep in mind for this Mars transit is to not necessarily have an idea of what direction is right or wrong and think of all of it as just like possibilities. And we're going to have the time. Obviously there are some things where there's very clear right and wrong directions depending on, but also I guess, depending on who you ask, someone else might say (laughs) the opposite. Um, Here I go contradicting myself in IRL time. Uh, But thinking of them as more like, you know, we're testing this out. We're seeing, and you can always backtrack and just decide to change course, which feels a very Mars and Gemini thing where it is very like, okay, we started doing this thing. That's not working. Now we're changing course instead of it being like, no, we need to backtrack and re-engineer. It's like, no, we're sticking to the final destination that we're trying to get to. And that's the thing that matters, not the, in the, day-to-day steps of what we're doing. If we recognize something isn't working anymore, let's scrap it and go. And I could see it. That's funny thinking about uh, Trump, like defending himself too, as someone Hilarious. who like, does not stick to whatever of just kind of like changing strategies at any, at any time, but that that's also something that um, we can employ in a, in our lives in terms of getting what we want to get done. Be careful of not taking deceitful. I think that's another thing that this Neptune square um, repetitive thing could be, would be, you know, hiding deceitful tactics. uh, What's like self-delusion or going like, oh, well, I'm just going to try some promises. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something along those lines. But I think if we leverage them in a way that with consciously it can be you know kind of breaking through cutting through the fog cutting through the bullshit um instead of adding to it and kind of pivoting and being defensive Mm -hmm. i like that what you said kind kind of made me think of like with what i like with gemini and with mars is that permission to change your mind too of yeah i liked it this way but i i want to give this a shot or i can like both of these things or you know, having that, having multitudes, containing multitudes. I was even thinking too, because, you know, my, I was looking at this when I was planning my 
wedding party date. And I was like, oh, okay, Mars retrograde. Hmm. And I was like, well, I hope it just makes everybody like not like with my petty ass family, just be weakened to fight was like my optimistic point of view of it. I was like, well, I hope everyone just is mellow. <laughs> like I hope Mars, because Mars, when it's moving at full force is a lot. So to think of a weakened air quotes, Mars, even like, I think I was texting with y'all. I don't know if anyone's like watched Joe Para canceled show. That was super great. And, but it's this very soft King. It's very soft core, <laughs> soft core television about nature and, and all that stuff. And I was looking at his natal chart and he's Aries Mars retrograde. And it's like, right. Aries. If you think of Aries Mars, it's like the opposite of what this, this art is. But if you think of going into a softened Aries Mars of really like slowly investigating the self, just that like, you know, it's like putting it at like half speed, you know, like it's just moving at a pace that maybe we can even understand or like, you know, have like more time to appreciate it. So it's almost like getting to see like a bug that flies really fast, kind of actually like slow down and get to really see the mechanics of it, which I think gives us opportunity to like know more about ourselves and the other people that we're working with. And Gemini is creative. I think this is a great time, like a Mercury retrograde to return to writing or artwork or stuff that you, you know, maybe projects that haven't gotten the the time that they deserve, then you can really dust it off the shelf and maybe have that more like internal process time versus maybe that Mars arrow pointing out external time that wants to show everybody everything. It's like, maybe it's time to go away and, and come back fresh in, Hey, maybe when Mars is direct in 2023 and then put out the things that you're ready to, to share with others in that Gemini sort of way. I think that Mars retrograde to me is more this kind of like defensive strategy stuff. And I think, well, specifically with Gemini, because I think, I think of it as like ping pong or whatever, where it's like, you're playing a game that has two sides and obviously like in any sort of sport, there is like offense and defense in any sort of like, I don't know, that kind of sport, I guess, where there's like a score and a winner. Um, and I think Gemini definitely has a dual nature. So to me, I think of that retrograde as being the like, okay, well, you know, if, if the finances, I don't know why finances keep coming up for me. Um, but like, if the finances thing is, is this like in your the, it's in your second like house venus, right? <laughs> venus house. too it's first. it's my venus but it's my first house mm-hmm. um but it's like this idea that like you know there's offense is making more money and defense is saving so it's like whichever thing you're focusing on at, in the beginning later in the when it goes retrograde, you might be focusing on the other side of it, even though it's still the same problem. You're still like trying to make rent or whatever. It's just, you're taking like a different approach. And I think Gemini is really good at that because it kind of intellectualizes itself around the issue. So it, it can find other paths and other strategies. And obviously it becomes more difficult when we get to like, you know, the eighth house and stuff to give examples. Um, But yeah, that's the simplest one I could think of. I like that because I was reading through Rob Han's uh, horoscope symbols. And one of the things he brought up about Mars in general um, was that it is a, a planet that identifies 
if that makes sense. Like, and I mm-hmm. think he was talking oh, more totally. about like the, I mean, both the, in the ego sense of like, this is things that we identify with, but he brought up often the idea of like, of war, of being someone who is then putting their own like life on the if you are fighting in a war, you are agreeing to identify yourself with the cause of the of the state and, uh, you know, give yourself over in that way. And also just like the way that, you know, Mars just has assertive and kind of definitive properties, which then is like a thing that separate. It literally is separating a- uh, action. So it's like this separates these things too in that way that we're kind of categorizing and identifying and I think it's interesting thinking about Mars and Gemini that this is going to take place when it sounds like we're going to have some divisive uh media things happening it's also going to be um election time it's uh when we're also kind of identifying ourselves with our thoughts and opinions uh in a very like Mars Gemini way but also that kind of like two candidates going up against each other, two people asserting those things and the constant like changing. And that, I think we talked about this um, during the last Mars retrograde thinking of like, where you're kind of like waiting to take action and then you take action and then you have to wait and see what this goes. But we're always looking at like polling data and one day it looks like someone's going one way and one way someone's doing something else, depending on what they said last night. And then we're going there. So that also feels very, at least for here in the United States um, there. And then also literally like globally too, speaking of all of that too. I also want to correct myself. Gemini is the ruler of my second house, but that cusp is like at a later degree than it goes retrograde. So like it won't be, it really won't be getting in there. Right. I knew, you know, just because we're Placidus girlies, I couldn't remember how much second house action you're yeah, you're getting because I'm getting really I'm basically I'm getting my 11th, 12th straddled. Yeah, like, that fuck. happens in the class. <laughs> oh, I'm getting it straddled for for months mm. to come. How's your Mercury looking? Are you Mercury, making passes? Mercury? No, I'm, I'm clear in the Merc. It's my Jupiter. That's uh, I'm the nine degrees Gemini Jupiter. So. I have the that's Venus what, at 16 too. So we'll get two or three, right? Yeah, we'll get three passes, I think. Yeah, we'll get a few rides over here. And not, and lest we forget, we're going to have Jupiter. We still have Jupiter and Aries, but then we're going to have Jupiter move back into Pisces. So we're going to get some square off from Pisces, mm-hmm. but then also some sextile we, action from we don't Aries. Get, we don't get an exact square. Yeah, I don't um, think by degree. Yeah, not by that, degree. That makes sense like, that we wouldn't energy because it's going to station it only gets to 28 only gets to 28 pisces it'll station direct on the 23rd of november all of that that like november around my birthday is like a lot action-packed <laughs> um i'm like oh yeah, and we're I'm, gonna have the eclipses uh yeah oh yeah and then, that. So. oh my yeah, god yeah <laughs> i was like so this you know q4 my favorite word in these past episodes is like pretty action-packed but it also feels very wrapping up, like I said, with those outer Mm. planets stationing direct, and we're going to have like aspects before each of those, we have again, that one of those Mercury Pluto trines right before Pluto stations direct at 26 degrees Capricorn. So it feels like Mars is going to kind of like go through, go through, ask us questions, do some, do a little bit of movement, do a little bit of experimenting, and then a planet's going to station direct and we're going to move from there um, for each of them. We have, uh, when does Jupiter, Jupiter's been retrograde. Um, it moves into Pisces at the end of October, the 27th. 
I feel um, like that end of October because I this the eclipse is those on the twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. then it then that Mars retrograde, which we'll have an episode when we get closer to the date. So don't don't fret. We'll check. Yeah, in. we'll check back in because there's a lot. <laughs> we gotta. Oh my god, I can't wait. Can you man? Like we're gonna come back looking like gaunt, fallen soldiers. Like oh god. <laughs> yeah. Everything. We have some nice. Nothing some- was funny. We just, we lied. <laughs> um. Before it stations retrograde, again, I feel like there's these kind of like not not beams of hope, but we have that first square to Neptune on the 11th. Then we have a Venus uh, in Libra trying to Mars on the 18th of October. And then uh, the 26th of October, we have a Mercury in Libra trying to Mars right before we get to that um, retrograde degree at 25. So it does feel like we're going to have some kind of meeting. Like I think that Libra. We have Libra. We have that trying to Saturn at the beginning, a trying to Saturn at the end where it is like we are going to have a good conversation. It's not just going to be flipping to flipping it. That does feel like some sort of decision being made because we are having that cardinal uh, air. There is some kind of structure being put into place. There is some sort of fixed thing that we can glom onto that. I think Gemini is going to help us get to i i'm excited for this like we said that just kind of mutable energy i think just getting the wheels turning a little bit even if it's going to feel a little back and forth i don't mind uh you know thinking about when you're forgive me this is the only (laughs) these neptune transits i'm out of my mind uh like when you're decorating a place or you're setting up for a, a an event or you're moving into a new space or whatever sometimes you have to move things around and you try them and you go, oh, actually, I don't like that there. I'm going to move it back. Oh, and then you go, oh, actually, I liked it better. Now that I've moved it back, I like it better at the first place or whatever. And Ortley brought this up on on this week's podcast when she was talking about Mars and Gemini of of, yeah, just having to do things multiple times. She brought up a story of the script for Sleepless in Seattle, which they like did rewrite after rewrite after rewrite after rewrite and then ended up coming back to the original script. And that kind of thing Uh, of like, I think it can be annoying for sure, Mars and Gemini. And also it's the thing where then you kind of know, oh no, well, we've tried it all of the ways and this is the way that we actually like the best. And here we are, like, who cares? We got it. What's, what's any of that? Let's Mm -hmm. learn what you can on the way, have fun, try to make as light of it as possible or try to be as, you know, playful and and curious and think of everything as learning experiences but also expect for this to be a thing that kind of we are we're moving we're moving quick but we also are not necessarily moving far if that makes sense the sabian symbols are interesting for when we go from uh, this 25 degree I, I have the sabian symbols for the 25 degrees and for the eight degrees so just thinking right. of like when we enter and uh and when when we leave so let me hang on my shit just refreshed so let me pull this up okay so for gemini 25 degrees and if you don't know saving symbols they're these mystical little write-ups for every degree of the zodiac we talk about them a lot actually on our patreon episodes patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast where we do our new moon and full moon episodes we always talk about the Samian symbols there because it gives us some food for thought when we're, you know, we're busy thinking about these aspects, these signs, these planets. But what about the Sabian symbol? And this one for 25 degrees of Gemini is a man trimming palms. And basically 
the little line here says tidying up the expression of personality. Um, our mind has a lot of free range and it's talking about maybe simplifying some things, which, okay, little on the nose much here. We might have, we might, I think most people have a lot going on. It is, you know, let let us not forget the pandemic <laughs> and we are about to enter 2023 and not so long. And, and Mars is going to be there into 2023. And I think a lot of people are feeling like, who am I? What do I do? I, I don't know. Like, like last year felt like, oh, yay. I guess life is here, I guess. And then this year was like, haha, life. And then next year is like, oh, we keep going. Like, that's how I've been feeling. A lot of it is like, oh, God, there's no commemorative cup, right? It's just like, no, I guess we keep moving. So I think that this, this sounds, it's like getting a haircut, right? It's like, it's cleaning up. It's, it's getting, I think, into the, the meat and potatoes of the things that we are just interested in and then the eight <laughs> degrees of gemini is an industrial strike um a revolt against injustice and it's it's yeah it's 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 a bunch of people sitting down at a job saying i don't want to do this so i take that what, take with that what you will <laughs> not that, that means it will be literal but i mean i way things are going I, it's people are still very frustrated a lot of people are still a lot of people are struggling so if there's not a lot of progress made by fucking next year, I would imagine a lot of people are going to feel pretty fed up. That made me think of that when you're talking about the simplifying of the, like what, how many, how many jobs you want to do, how many places you want your energy to be going. You can only be pulled in so many directions. And so whether that means, you know, not necessarily a literal strike, though. I think that that's absolutely possible, especially with those trines to Saturn and and trines to Libra too. Thinking about justice, thinking about um, you know collective and and ideal like forward thinking structures and going like, hey, actually, this is not the thing that we have now is not working. Um, but also just thinking of going like, oh. Yeah, I only want to do two jobs instead of seven or I like one. Yeah, you get it. I am I'm interested in the palm tree example, mostly because like, or I guess they didn't say tree. I went to tree. But like, have you ever seen one of those guys just doing it by himself? Yes, Yes. that that shit is like next level fucking scary as hell yeah just up mm-hmm. there like whacking down and basically what they do is like they have some sort of it's not it's not really a device but if anyone hasn't seen it you like they like it's kind of cool. climb up the tree with like a strap yeah and then yeah, they that's... cut the leaves down and it's there it seems very dangerous i'm not sure if it is or not they're very high up a lot of the time and like it's one of those things where it's talk about a lot of things going on. You know, you got mm-hmm. a knife, you're up high, you have a, you know, like a saddle kind of thing that's like holding you up. It's very, that's like very, um, yeah, cleaning it up and everything, but it's like also precise as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is saying too, because it's, you're shaping how you want it to be. But then also it's funny. This one's like this saving symbol definitely is like a little all over the place in its description. This is from James Burgess's website, but I like this part too, because it was just talking about the pride of 
job satisfaction. Anyone who's felt the feeling knows it's been, you can be filled with great light. Even if the work itself has no significance at all, it's just like, whoa, I can like even do this thing. And like, I don't know, it's like making the perfect ice cream cone shape or something like it doesn't like your significance is the significance that you put into it as well. Have you seen Everybody's Fine? Mm -mm. Well, probably don't watch it. It's really sad. It's a really (laughs) sad movie, but I do like it. But it like would bum you out probably. But he is um, a person who installs like phone lines or whatever. Mm. And so it's like wherever he goes, he sees them. And it's like a big through line of like, that's my work wherever, you know. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing with like the tree or whatever. So you could always be looking at a palm tree and be like, oh, you trim it like that and make it this and whatever, you know. Whoa. Also, like part of this, too, is talking about how giving structure d- d- helps us not be abused by silly nonsense, which it's like. If I was going to be extremely stoner boner, it's like, what should we all learn like trades that never go away because of the general strike that's coming at the end? Like, it does feel like, yeah, maybe I should know how to fucking cut a, a palm tree. But two, thinking of the Gemini-ness, it is so, Gemini has so much energy. I have a lot of, I have Gemini placements here as, as mentioned, and it's easy to give a lot away. And I think this is a reminder of like what we need to keep and what we need to refine and the oversharing or the, you know, the, the whatever, the, all the stuff that comes with Gemini too. It's like, we got to keep some stuff for ourselves because there's some things that might need to be, dare I say, private or, or still worked on or still in progress. I think too, like not moving on to something until you're like, you've done know, it. To focus on the thing at hand. You can change mm. it, but like trim trim the tree because then you know when you know when that's done and now it's time to move on to the next tree and trim that or or go okay I've trimmed enough for today that's the thing but having a thing that gives you both a sense of pride that you've used your time wisely you've gotten something done and also you haven't like it's not a lifetime commitment that's an afternoon that's a day that's a thing maybe it's maybe it's your job but it is also like no just take care of this one thing What that also made me think of is we had palm trees in my backyard growing up as a kid. And I think sometimes we would trim them ourselves, not like the shimmy up, but you could like pull them down. But also palm fronds are huge. Oh, yeah. If they if Mm -hmm. you do not trim them, they fall and they are so loud and scary and whatever. And they can like mess up your car, you know, depending on where it is in your house, it could cause a like pile up on your roof and you know it just like isn't good I think that also just makes me think of like yeah I think something that Gemini is good at is being able to move from thing to thing and kind of not get weighed down but even even the most mutable air that's already meant to flow needs to be like maintained we have to keep things from obstructing it because that also thinking of like the pomp the wind the Gemini wind blowing through the palm trees, which is supposed to be a kind of evocative, relaxing, beautiful image. If it's just bogged down with old, old leaves, that's not the like fresh air feeling mm. that we want blowing mm-hmm. through. We want this, like, we want to be able to enjoy this and see this and and go, oh, the air, look how beautiful this swaying in the breeze instead of going like oh my god that thing's gonna fall like someone needs to get up there <laughs> like clean that nasty palm yeah <laughs> that's that's keeping our energy stuck and and not able to flow mm-hmm. well this is also talking about education too so maybe this could be a great time to maybe 
I know you're going to read a hundred things that are like, don't start anything new <laughs> with Mars retrograde, but maybe there's some interest or a thing that's been there for you this whole time. That could be a good time to, to, to sharpen and see. And yeah. Absolutely. And Gemini hand stuff too, trade like crafts and things. I don't know. Yeah. Going this back like to the pottery thing. class after since pandemic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. This too said the harmony, the intrinsic harmony between a person and their tools and materials, how we interface with nature, spirit and matter in relationship. Surely the essence of all life question mark. <laughs> it's like, Absolutely. Whoa. I think it is very much Gem- like a Gemini is like getting in there, uh, mm-hmm. whether that be like physically or asking questions or something, but it is like, it, it's, it's engaging. It's, it's the sign. Another thing that's, uh, struck me from Robert hand horoscope symbols was talking about Gemini being the first sign that really is like engaging and informed by the environment that it's in constantly in a way, not so much that they are trying to like shape their environment, rather they are constantly being stimulated and asking questions and recognizing and uh, like, I don't know, uh, bouncing off or whatever in their environment and how that also is like, I don't know. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting in there. You're doing the next, the next step forward each step. So as much as, again, this is like a Mars retrograde, it still feels forward motion or present in a way that it might not feel to me in another sign, because it is going like, okay, well, what's happening now? Like we can only engage with what is immediately happening. What's immediately, what's the problem in front of us that we're solving? Because that still is a problem. Like, even though it might not feel again, like long distance like we were going particularly it is still a thing that is trimming away that's cleaning up that's clarifying that's answering questions that maybe we haven't been asking this whole time what it what well what would that look like where is that coming from where would we put that you know whatever it still is that is forward motion nonetheless it just is going to feel i think more ping-pongy zigzaggy uh harder to know like what we're not gonna be able to look back and go like, oh, that was a clear path forward, but we will still be in a different place at the end of this, I think, than we were when we started. That's inevitable. Hell yeah. Well, well, we'll see. Yeah. I <laughs> the mean, new, the new astrology log line catchphrase every time. Well, guess we'll find out. Yeah. It's happened because it's happening. I mean, look to where Mars is in your chart to get an idea of where this might be happening for you personally. I'd say we didn't go through like by the house, but I think at this point, our listeners know, you know, you're smart, Um, but look your transiting chart thingy. Yeah. Look where we have anything in a, in a mutable sign between eight and 25 specifically, but anywhere too, because Mars will be transiting through there. Um, It might be there right now as we speak. Uh, and as Stevie mentioned too, in 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 the air signs, we'll be getting trines from that. In the fire signs, you'll be getting sextiled. So there's there's a lot to see on your on your personal level to give you an idea. And I think we're just gonna see what's happening big, big picture, because there's a lot of action in, ahead of us despite all of these retrogrades. I think that um there's fig, I don't know, it feels like figuring out energy. Mm-hmm. Feels like 
thing. It's like, it feels very like you can't unsee it. We've learned a lot about ourselves and the people around us and all sorts of shit this last couple of years. So it feels like, yeah, I don't know. It might, the, you saying questions, I feel like has been like the big war that's floating ahead of like, yeah, I think there might be some questions we got to ask ourselves, ask people, ask our jobs, ask our friends, ask our, our partner. I mean, also Mars is sexual too. So this might be a really good verbal, communicative mind, mind sexy time too, versus mm-hmm. just the physical. It just made me think of this, this whole season being like one of those, uh, Cosmo quizzes where it's like, you start at the one <laughs> thing and it's like this or that. And then you go one direction. And sometimes it takes you to the, all the, the way to the chart. bottom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it also might take you, I think it's never going to like, be the, and yeah. it will take you back to the beginning and you go, wait, actually, I guess I'm going to choose the other one and see where that takes me. And then maybe you're going to go back to the thing, but a lot mm-hmm. of just next choice and, and questions answered. And in comedy, there's something known as writing from stage, which means you kind of go up with I kind of don't believe in it generally it's like you go up with a half idea and then you you know hopefully finish it because the pressure's on or whatever um I kind of think you should you know develop stuff before you go up but whatever people say they do it and and it can happen you know lightning can strike um but I think this is definitely more that time Gemini's the thinking and Mars is the doing and it's hard to like it's hard to force yourself to do both. It's hard to, I think the thing I don't like about it is people will be like, I write from stage. And it's like, well, I don't know. Like, that's like a big compliment to give yourself, like to be able to do both at the same time is a big thing. So I think uh, it's like a good thing to remember going forward is like, you know, if you're thinking too much, like start doing, and if you're doing too much, start thinking and find, find yourself somewhere in the middle during this mm-hmm. time. I like that. Yeah, and have fun. Yeah, dare I say, be curious. I think this is a time to be curious about everything too. Another mm-hmm. like Gemini word of all of these things. I think to not have a a moralistic judgment on where we are or how long it's taking or whatever. Where it's like, no, we're just here. We're going to be able to potentially find out a ton about whatever it is that we're doing or get get to know something from a bunch of different angles. So I think if we can maintain curiosity as much as possible, even though it might be very frustrating, agree, like understood, easier said than done as usual. Um, but if we're thinking about thematically and mantras to have throughout this process, um, I think, you know, curiosity is definitely is definitely a, an angle to come from that I think will be beneficial for everyone. So and maybe because it's I'm a Taurus. If you're going to say it. Don't like, spray it. Don't spray <laughs> it. Then back your shit up, bitch. Oh, I'm 100%. just saying like, like you can't. I think sometimes and I'm guilty as charged with this with Gemini placement. Sometimes it's like I'm going to say it and then we'll move on. Right. And it's like, no, not always. Sometimes yeah. things are said and then they're out that they now exist in the universe. Mm-hmm. All right. That was starting to sound like, like, so be careful what you wish no. for. No, like, but it's uh, true. It's true. You should also be, be mindful of what you say to people. That's like just yeah, kindness, cool. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that mark, I think, yeah, that's starting 
uh, starting shit <laughs> to start shit, all of that, like, yeah, yeah, people might be, that's the other thing is like, we're all astro, you know, people who are aware of this, but there's regular ass pedestrians out here, not knowing it's Gemini Mars and then Gemini Mars retrograde. So people might be testy. Mm-hmm. So I think also take people to. Yeah, everyone's just been big old grain of salt. If you if you know them to be someone who is not aware of what's happening to uh, mm-hmm. also, you know, diffuse in that where it's like, oh, that's a rude thing you said. And we're moving forward. No, I also mm-hmm. think it's like have a book, leave early. Yeah. Like don't get in the mm-hmm. place where you're yeah. the one to go off. Like we it's so hard to control what other people do and how we react sometimes is like comes from an emotional place, but you can control like being the one. Yes. So do mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I was just just texting a friend about this. It's like people already started to say dumb shit, and I'm like. I'm just don't even want to choose this. I I literally have a book I haven't that I've been meaning to read and don't have the time, but I can put it into these tech. No, mm-hmm. the energy. Where does she go? All right, all right. Well, we'll bye. <laughs> we'll see. I yeah, we're excited. Um, and we'll keep. We're gonna keep talking about it. We got seven months of this, so this is oh certainly my God, not it's the last you've heard of Mars and Gemini. I'll tell you that much. So we're gonna be her. so sick of talking about it, mm-hmm. or will we? Or will we never stop talking? Will we always want to talk about it? Maybe this is will she be that the, girl? You know, we'll find out. We'll see. Um, thank you so much for listening. Happy Mars and Gemini. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast, on Twitter at what's yr sign underscore pod, and TikTok at what's your sign podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us, what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.